Thanks for listening to the His Hands podcast. Download the His Hands mobile app or check out hishands.online for tons of helpful content and resources. Everything we do is designed to help you grow closer to the God who created you and loves you. Enjoy. Hi, His Hands family. I'm Maya, and this is Deep Dives. Um, This is where I get the opportunity to sit down with a passionate person from our church, where we explore different topics and aspects of our spiritual lives. Um, And we're just trying to gain understanding. I'm here to gain understanding. You're here to gain understanding. And um, I just think it's an amazing opportunity for us to grow together. Um, And I have the opportunity to sit down with Irene Stout. um, And her passion is prayer. And so let's just deep dive into that. And since our topic is prayer, um, let's just open it up and let's start this time with a prayer. Irene, will you lead us in that? Sure. Love to. All right. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord God. We thank you for your presence here today. We thank you for your children. We thank you, Lord God, that is your desire for us to come together and to not only worship you, but to have relationship with you, to really get to know who you are. We get to know who we are in the process, and we begin to fulfill all that you have designed for us. And so, Lord God, we just come and we just bless those who are hearing this a message today that we're going to be talking about. And we just thank you, Lord God, for just inspiring your people, um, motivating them to draw closer to you and helping them to make this a um, normal um, one-on-one with you, Lord God, because prayer really is about communing with you daily. It's not a set time. It's a time where we just can come and enjoy you and hear your voice and be led by your spirit. So Father, we thank and we praise you today in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, so let's just dive right into it, Irene. Um, What is prayer? Like if I I had to get like this grand idea of something that I'm doing that um, like I do for others, um, but if it was just like bullet points of the different aspects and we'll just expand on that idea, if that makes sense. Okay, (laughs) well, prayer really is communing with God. It's a time when you just spend time with God. It's a time where, like for me, when I got saved, When I said yes to Jesus that moment, I realized at that moment, because I didn't have church background. I didn't have a whole lot of church. I did actually, we were Catholic, but I didn't have a lot of that. I did not even have the Bible. I didn't know the word of God. All I had was my relationship with God from that moment. So prayer for me was instantaneous. It was like, okay, God, now what? You know, now that, that now that I know you're real, now that you have unveiled yourself to me or revealed yourself to me, where do I go from here? Right. To me, it's an intimacy that I had to develop because, man, let me tell you something. When, when God opened my eyes, I, there was no turning back. Like, this is where I'm going, and I'm going all the way. Um, so I always feel that for prayer, to me, is a very, it's very expressive. It's what's going on on the inside of me, and I get to share that with him. Um, I notice that in my prayer times, I'll sing or I'll worship him. I'll start telling him how wonderful he is, and I start ministering to him uh, more than me telling him all the things that I need. Like, I've noticed that, but I've grown to understand that prayer is a two-way street. It's not just 
me just saying, okay, God, here's my list. It's, yeah. it's really about, okay, God, what do you want today? How do you want um, me, you know, like, what do you want me to do today? Where do we go from here? You know, what do you want me to learn in your word today? So it becomes more of me inviting him in and allowing him to expand um, himself in my life. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like him just, and it's, I, I was thinking of this one day and I was like, oh man, it's like the more I spend time in that place of just getting to know him, what happens is his, who he is begins to be imprinted in who I am. So it becomes like a, it's like him imprinting himself on me. Then what happens out of that experience, I begin to look more like him in the world. Things begin to drop off of me, like sin and things like that. Things that I, and it was so funny because, um, because I had no church and because I had no, um, uh, no, nobody telling me how to do this and how to do that. I had only God. So Holy Spirit was very op, you know, big time in my life because he would begin to tell me stuff. Like, because I was very aware. And I think one of the things that we don't think about is that God is uh, very present. Sometimes we have an imagination that God's all over there and, hey, God, you know, I'm over here. You know, God yeah. is very, very present in our midst. Mm -hmm. So it's really getting to be more aware of that, mm -hmm. that, the, that the kingdom of God is in our midst in the sense that we may not see it, but it's spiritual and we know it's there. Mm -hmm. And so during my walk at the very beginning, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know anything. You know, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm gonna, right. I, but, but it was so, it's like it was deposited in me in such a way mm -hmm that I just started talking to God right. and I started to worship. I didn't know I was singing songs that I, I'm not a singer, but guess what? I was worshiping yeah. and then I began to, then I need a Bible. So, cause I was like, well, how in the world am I gonna pray if I don't, you know, when I say pray, how am I gonna know God and pray more effectively if I don't know how the word of God? So I was like, I need a Bible. So I get a Bible and I start reading, you know? And so then I began to ask God things, you know, that was just beginning right. of saying, okay, well, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. And I was reading King James, right. yeah. okay, back in that day. <laughs> I, yes. And it might come out because I have scripture memorized with, with these and thous. But, um, but the funny thing is, is that God just knew exactly what I needed. And he took me and, and, and because I was so open, and that's another thing, I wasn't afraid of exploring God. I didn't have any hangups or I didn't have any fears or things that people had done in churches and stuff like that, which is really sad because it limits people from exploring God because of those things. Uh, but God is a God of breakthrough, so, you know, I'm not, you know, they right, can get okay. free from that, mm -hmm. right? What would I say? It's, it's like you and I, we just met. Okay. We're becoming friends. We start talking. Mm -hmm. I begin to understand you better because we're developing a relationship. You're beginning to understand me better because of that relationship. I begin to um, get to a point where I begin to sense things in you. Like, maybe you're angry that day, and I pick up on that, and I'm like, oh, Mia, what's the matter? Are you angry today? You'll be like, how, how did you know? That's the same thing with God in, in, in that relationship because he wants to express too what's on his heart. Right. I loved, I loved that you already had that longing and I've seen like my prayer life has, everybody's prayer life is a journey and it's mm -hmm. not some straight line. It's not some steep curve. 
it could have its winds mm -hmm. and turns. And it seems like, you know, sometimes I don't pray enough that day, but I love that you said it's like an imprinting, it's the community, it's the um, coming together of God and you in that moment. And I just wanted to, I guess, elaborate more on uh, it not being a laundry list. So what is my, what should my, I guess, bend or approach to prayer be? Because sometimes it feels like I've got a laundry list. <laughs> like, and I'm like, God, we need to talk about this, 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 and this. Right. And I've got this, this, this going on. And I know that we should be bringing all of that to him. But I don't want it to seem like it's a vending machine where I put in my quarter of problems and I get a, like a gumball of right. solutions. So how... How is prayer approach different in that, in that? Right, and I just think, okay, so there's nothing wrong with having a laundry list. Right. You know, because I had mine. Mm -hmm. At the beginning, you know, even though I had this openness with God, I still had my laundry list. And I was like, but I always went to the Lord with that list and say, okay, what do you want to focus on? Is there anything on here that you want to highlight to me that I need to really spend some time in prayer? Because sometimes we have a lot, but we tend to kind of like go, Okay, God, I need you to, I need to pay, I need to help to pay my bills. I need this, if I need my, my kids or whatever the case, but you have a list and then you're done and you walk away. That to me was what I, you know, used to think that that was, that was good. And it was okay, right? Because you, you say, okay, God, your word says, you know, you know my thoughts and I, you know, but I really think God wants to journey with you on that list. So it's like, okay, if I'm having issues with my finances, um, Lord, how, what do I need to do? What are some things that I need to apply here? Because why am I always in debt? Let's say, why do I, I don't wanna be in debt, but yet I find myself in debt. Is there something that I'm, you know what I mean? That I'm stuck in. Do I have a problem in this area where I have to spend money? So show me what that is. But see, sometimes we have to dig deeper in that scenario, let's say. So it could have been because you grew up very poor and you, you always wanted to have things, but you couldn't. So sometimes that stuff is in you, know, in you, and, you and then so of course you have to have these things. So then what happens is that if you don't have them, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be poor again, but yet you're in debt. But to you, everything looks okay, right. because you have stuff that makes you feel good. But God is like saying, no, 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 let's, let me, let's, let's, let's find, and I love what God does, because everybody talks about the onion. It's, it's one of those things that people, it's easy for people to understand. Right. He says, no, 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 let's peel back a layer and let's dig into this area of your life that you need healing and deliverance from because I am your provider. I will take care of you. But it's hard when you've been in a, if you lived in a life of poverty to know that to be real. So that would have to be a very God moment experience because I can tell you, God's gonna do this for you. The word of God says this, and you look at me like, uh-huh, yep. yeah, uh-huh. We know, knowledge-wise, I know this, but God doesn't want to just stick up here and say, okay, this is your what you think it is. He wants it to become reality within your heart, and He wants to be your daddy. God wants to dig deep into that area of your heart to see where the problem is because He's healing us from the inside. So prayer takes us to that place in our hearts. You know, I love when Justin talks about, you know, we got the house and you got all these rooms and yes. do we want to let God in that room, right. you know? But see, God is not going to force himself into that room. 
you know, I love that. Yeah, it's just like when you, first like the invitation for people to come over, you're more inclined to like clean up and let's make sure that this ducks in a row and you want people to tour, you know, your house. And then they'll probably ask about like, what's up with that room over there that I need? And then he, he kind of wants to navigate to those uh, nooks and crannies, but you've got to allow him to come in. So yeah, that visual is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> like, it is amazing. Yeah. And so, so, so a list to me is not an issue because I, I believe that Baba said, bring your petitions to the Lord, right. bring and, and ask him for these things. But part of that is, Lord, is what I'm praying for your will in my life. A lot of times we have a list, but maybe th three things on that list is not the will of God in your life, but you don't know that. So what you do is you go, okay, God, why didn't you do this for me? Why isn't this happening? Why, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm praying your word, I'm doing this, but God is probably saying, if you got, allow me to give you some insight into that area, then you'll understand why I am not. Because the Bible does take in James, it talks about, you know, you don't wanna be praying amiss. So what does that mean? I don't want to pray amiss. I don't want to be praying something that isn't God's will. I want to pray what is the will of God. And we all know that God's desire for us is to do well. He really does. Body, soul, and spirit, all three parts of us, He wants it to be flourishing and, and very, um, um, how would it, Jesus says, I, I came to give you life and give it to you more abundantly. So all those areas God wants to restore, right? Because you're saved, your spirit man is restored. But your soul, your mind, and your emotions, all that has to come into a place of restoration. But you're not gonna get it by just giving God uh, your list and then walking away. Right. So really, part of that list is, ah, uh, okay, God, I do have a list. In this list, what is your will? Where do you wanna focus on? He shows you something, oh, yeah. Yeah, I struggle with fear. Okay, well, let's talk about that. So God, show me, you know, why am I fearful? Where do, you, where do I need to get to a place where in my heart I no longer fear? And that, a lot of times, is a God moment. Because in order for someone to be set free from fear, Jesus has to step in. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. the power of God would have to step in. Because some people are so tied to that fear that they can't let go themselves. God is good because his desire is to set you free. He came to destroy the works of the devil. So whatever is going on in your life, he came to destroy that. And then he's given you the power and the authority to take authority over the devil. So once you gain the understanding of what he is doing and how he is for you and not against you, oh, then the devil's under your feet at that point. You know what I mean? Because then you are going, no, 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 that is not a God. Fear is not a God. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I love how you like, when we accept him, we already have gained that power. Like we're instantly changed in that moment. But there comes the knowledge part of really understanding and walking in that. And I think that that is what a healthy prayer life kind of is. Can you elaborate more on that? Like it's not, um, it's not, it's not waking up always at 4 a.m. to like have my little set prayer time yeah. and do this. I mean, it's a, you know, we're supposed to pray without ceasing. And so how does that like right. tie in to each other? Well, the beautiful thing is, is that Jesus says that we worship God spirit to spirit. You know, there, you know, it's spirit and truth, right? Mm -hmm. So our spirit is very much aware of what's going on all the time, mm -hmm. 24 seven. 
our soul, which is our mind and emotions, tend to be in charge a lot because that's where you're operating. But really your spirit man is supposed to be the one operating all the time. To get to that place of allowing your spirit man to be the lead, we have to spend time with God. When I say that, knowing him, knowing his word. You know, I, I will not get to know God unless I spend time in his word. And really ask God, you know, what is salvation? What does this really mean? What, you know, what did that look like back then? You know, you, you, you explore the word of God with God, who is the word made flesh, right? So right. Jesus did all that for us to learn and to understand where his heart is for humanity. And the beautiful thing is, is that he, he's always pursued man. From the beginning of the of Genesis and to the end has been all about God pursuing man mm -hmm. and having that intimacy with man. So a lot of that has to do with spending, yeah, like really knowing God's word for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, I can read it, I can hear it, but until it becomes alive inside me and it, you know, like all of a sudden there's this awakening mm -hmm. and I'm like, Oh my gosh, God will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. He mm -hmm. just revealed to me that he's going, that that's who he is. Mm -hmm. He's a good daddy and he's going to take care of my needs because this is where I'm at right now. Right. Um, like um, I was just thinking about like Jesus and the, and, and, um, and the disciples, you know, disciples were like, how do we pray? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So how do we do this stuff? You know, he's seeing, they're seeing Jesus. Mm -hmm. He would go up to the mountain. He would do things right. Mm -hmm. And he, that was, he was separating himself and spending time with God. Right? But the cool thing is, is that, and I, I'm going to go back to the, that because we were just talking about how do we pray ceasingly is more of being aware of God. Mm -hmm. And the only way we do that is by practicing that in our daily life. Like, okay, I go to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm talking to God. I'm like, Lord, yeah. do I really need this? Do I really need that? Mm -hmm. You know, um, I'll talk to him or see somebody in the store and I say, and, and I feel moved. I'll start praying for them, mm -hmm. right? Um, so it's a continual uh, flow from him to me because I have learned to stay connected to the source. Mm -hmm. He's my source. Right. And so, and that takes, that takes practice. When I say practice, getting with God, allowing him to enter your world, allowing him to correct you when he has to. Believe me, I had a lot of corrections <laughs> and I'm still learning, mm -hmm. but allowing him to um, dismantle things in your, in your heart where maybe you have put like, um, like let's say you were, um, abused in some way, you have, you have a structure erected because you're not going to let anybody hurt you. Mm -hmm. But now Jesus wants to come in there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, so, but in your spirit to spirit with God, there is this constant communication. Mm -hmm. It says in the scriptures in Corinthians, it says that, you know, the spirit searches the deep things of God. Your spirit is seeking and searching God. You just may not mm -hmm. even be aware of it. Exactly. Yeah. I, we're constantly trying to seek truth while also tangibly trying to hold on to the lies that we've thought were truth and he's constantly trying to show us that this is not this is not real this is not truth let please just let it go so that we can move forward and that i feel like that's the whole process of like you said like it should be a daily thing where i'm i am allowing him to come into every aspect of my life right. whether it be the grocery store or me driving or right. whatever it is and it should be that 
building of a relationship where it's not something I switch of turn on and off when it's convenient. It's something that's always on and I can always just plug up you to the plug source. In. Yeah. Exactly. And your spirit is always in connection with God. So that to me is exciting mm -hmm. because I am constantly without being aware getting downloads from God. So mm -hmm. that's why sometimes you might be somewhere and you might have this feeling of, oh God, I got to pray for this area. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there, I feel heaviness. Well, your spirit picked it up. Yeah. <laughs> Your soul's going, wait a minute, what's going on here, right? Mm -hmm. and, it, and then your mind said, okay, we got to do something about this. We got to pray. Mm -hmm. So I think that's pretty cool because we never get disconnected from God unless you choose to be disconnected. Right. God is not going to you know, push himself on you. Mm -hmm. He wants to develop the relationship, but it's up to you to want to develop that relationship. And it's up to you to be open enough to allow him to come in. You know, um, one of the things I think is pretty cool. And I was, um, I was talking about uh, the disciples when they said, oh, how do we pray? And they were, and God gave them a beautiful, you know, way of how do you pray? And um, one of the, the, the first, the beginning one was, he goes, go to your father in heaven. That, I thought that was pretty interesting because he was like, go to your father, which is your daddy, mm -hmm. who's going to provide these things for you because I am forever, Jesus is saying, he, they, he didn't say this now, but in later on the gospel, in the gospel, I mean, not in the gospels, but later in the letters, he says, um, I am forever making intercession for you. Mm -hmm. So Jesus is our mediator and he's already making intercession. So I think that's a really cool thing because mm -hmm. Jesus, you know, when you're coming to God and the Lord's saying, yeah, I paid for that. Yeah, yeah I did that father. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? So when Jesus said, he goes, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Mm -hmm. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Okay, so that to me is very powerful because he says, hallowed be thy name. And part of getting to really know God is to know the names of God, mm -hmm. to know who he really is. And I feel like we don't spend enough time allowing God to deposit that truth in our hearts. Mm -hmm. Because if we really believed, then we would not fear. If we really believed, then we will not be shaken because things are going crazy in the world. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? Because if I believe that my God is a good, good God and there's no evil in him, mm -hmm. right? Then I know that he's got the best for me, even though I'm in the midst of a crazy situation. Let's put it that way. And so knowing the names of God, I was thinking about um, um, Abraham because Abraham, you know, he had no kids. He was 99 years old. He, God, God steps into, you know, he's, he's doing something here. God shows up and he says, I am God Almighty. That word means I am El Shaddai, which means that I am the all-sufficient one, the sustainer of all life. Oh my gosh, can you imagine that revelation? Because right. Abraham is 99 years old. Mm -hmm. and, he, and then God is telling him, this is who I am. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm right here. And this is what you're going about to do. And he's like, Lord, you know, and so for him to experience God in that manner, that is why it was so cool for Abraham, because it said that he was not, he knew that no matter what, that what God said was going to happen. He had that type of intimacy with God that it did not shake him, you know, and if God came up to you and says, hey, I am the all sufficient one. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to provide for you. You're going to do the things that I said you're going to do. You'd be like going, okay, hey, I've got the creator of the universe. And he's got my back, right? So for Abraham, I thought that was really interesting. And I remember um, there was a time in our life where I needed God to show up. 
and to reveal himself. And we were, we both lost our jobs. My husband, we were both, we had, a, we moved to Wyoming and I call that the nowhere land because, you know, there are a whole lot of people over there. But um, God showed up in such a way for me back then that it has been my anchor in this area for my life forever. I mean, I think it's forever because I am not moved because of this moment. And I feel like that with Abraham, you know, he never got, didn't get moved. So, um, so we were without jobs, we're still looking for jobs. We're talking about, we're like six months into this situation. I'm in this area that I'm not, I'm from Miami. So a whole lot of different, a lot of people in Miami, a lot of places, but over here it was nobody. But God is faithful and he took me through that. And we, sometimes people call it the desert. Because, you know, when you say I'm in the desert, people use that in terms and prayer circles. That means it's like nothing's happening. I'm not on the mountaintop right now. I'm in the desert, you know, and I'm dying over here. Okay. Uh, sometimes you feel like you're dying. Okay. Uh, but you're not. But I was feeling like, where are you at? What's going on? And this is early on. We're talking early on in my, in my walk with God. But God was so cool because I, I cried that day. I haven't cried. I'm not a crier. Yeah. It takes me a lot to cry, but I'm not a crier. So God, I cried. I broke down that morning. We went to our, our little job that was like a part-time thing. And God takes me, as soon as I walk in the building, my husband and this other guy left. I walk, he, this, the, the innkeeper comes by and he goes, hey, I want to show you something. I'm like, okay. Takes me outside. And all of a sudden he goes, look up in that tree. And there was this beautiful nest, and, he, and they were very close. And there was gorgeous nest, and I'm, I forgot about what I just prayed, okay? I was, I was like past, like I was done. Yeah. I'm looking at this, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so cool. And I'm looking at the birds, and I see the mom come and feeding. And there's little beaks coming up, and then you got the daddy, you know? And I was like, oh my God, that is so awesome, right? So I'm just really excited about the whole bird thing, because I'm from Miami. And we don't got a lot going on in Miami except cement, okay? <laughs> so I'm in awe. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, the guy goes, well, I thought you enjoyed that. Okay. And then all of a sudden, I go in the house, because it was like a little house office. I go in and, oh, Lord, he just downloaded about, don't I not take care of the birds? Don't I not take care of the flowers? And that whole Matthew scripture just went, yeah. And I'm over there like, oh, and I had this moment of you are my provider and your word says that if I keep seeking your kingdom, I keep following you, right? Then you're gonna take care of all of my needs. Man, every concern, every uncertainty, everything that was kind of like, what are we gonna do, what are we gonna do, was gone. And I had the peace that Jesus, when Jesus talks about peace, I had this peace in me that you can tell my husband. But my husband's like, yep, because you know, I'm a talker. And I'm yeah. like, oh, <laughs> he was like, she was peaceful. I was like, God's got this. I don't know how, believe me, I had no idea. I'm still in Wyoming. Yeah. <laughs> God's got it. He's going to do it. You know what I mean? So it was amazing. And, um, but, but see, that, that did something inside me that nobody could take away because it was a reality of God showing himself as faithful, as provider, you know, letting me know, just keep your eyes on me. I've got you. 
I'm not going to let you go. And then he teaches me the picture with the birds. Right. You know, they're taking care. I mean, we're talking, God's taking care of those birds. I said, if God's taking care of those birds, Lord, you're taking care of me. Okay, we got this, right? Because yeah. you're like, you look at that, you're like, they're birds. I'm his kid. He's, He's got, got me, me. Yeah. you know? Yeah, and I bet the person that showed you the birds had no idea of the impact that that was going right. to have on that. And I just love how, you know, prayer with... I feel like those are my biggest breakthroughs. And when I'm going through the, the, the desert season, when I finally break down and I'm just like, I submit <laughs> to whatever you've got coming because clearly um, my way is not the best way and I've got to let that go, yes. whatever that looks like. Um, but I know that, like you said, you're gonna be faithful and provide. When that moment happens, he, it, like, it seems yeah. like almost immediately I get the sign of just like, yes, that peace that just, I'm gonna walk with you, it's gonna be okay. And it, it's it's definitely a faith builder. And prayer, I love how those things go, kind of go hand in hand of building that, of mm -hmm. a remembrance of, you remember this time? Do you remember this time when I was faithful? Right. Do you remember when this happened and you couldn't see a way? And now right. we're years past that. It, it's, it's an amazing experience and it's, a humbling mm -hmm. experience to know that he knew that when I prayed the first time and mm -hmm. had no idea. He knew that, yeah. you know, right before it was going right. to happen. He and he just he like holds me like those mama birds <laughs> like or like, you know, yeah. like tr keep trying to come back to me and trying yeah. to just be like comforting and loving exactly. and in those moments. And it's just when you finally feel that when you finally, I guess, click into that, there is that peace that you know oh, it's okay. like the scripture says surpasses all understanding right, yeah because people are looking at you they're going you're still in that storm yeah. you're still in that storm but you're like okay with it you know like right. that is awesome and one of the things i really feel like we need you know we need to do more of you know when we come to prayer is really getting to know the heart of god right. in a situation and getting to know the heart of god for your city or getting to know the heart of god like even at his hands you know really coming in alignment with god and what he's doing because now you now it's not just you over here and you you know this is your world no we are a body and we are very interconnected and i'm not talking about just the his hands body i'm talking about the body of christ mm -hmm. you know jesus said and i just love it because it's something we have to think about see we don't we're never we tend not to think of ourselves um when jesus says stuff we don't think of ourselves like we're in that picture mm -hmm. you know and we really need to start looking at ourselves as christ sees us right so part of that whole thing, even with Abraham, was, you know, he had this relationship, but he knew who he was in God. So that to me is important because if you, you know, you can know God, but do you know what God sees about you? Do you know, in Psalms 139, it talks about that God, you know, we're wonderfully, you know, made, you know, but it also talks about that he wrote a book of life for you. So part of, see, all that is prayer. All of that is, is God is excited and saying, I wrote stuff for you. Mm -hmm. Like I've got, and I'm like, oh, give me your book. Cause yeah. your book is much more awesome than mine. Yeah, I can, my story could be like bad, but God has a story that he already had in mind. Mm -hmm. And so part of the prayer is really getting to know, not only getting to know God, getting to know who you are, getting to know your purpose. Like, God, I know I am designed for specific things. Mm -hmm. And understanding that so that you can follow into those steps with God and you're walking together, you know? Mm -hmm. But that takes time, but it, but, but it takes us to stop and allow mm -hmm. us to spend that time with God, to discover God. You know, there's a discovery. Mm -hmm. and, um, and God does enjoy 
revealing himself to us. We just have to make the time to allow him to do that. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense. Okay, because um, another scripture is um, um, understanding position of where we are as Christians. So as a child of God, I mean, let me say child of God, because child of God is really who we really are. We're children of God. He's called us to be kings and priests, right? Mm-hmm. He's also says in, in Ephesians that we're seated in heavenly places. So if you're a king and you are a priest, right? Mm-hmm. And you're seated with Christ in heavenly places, I can easily see myself seated with Christ. So another portion of prayer is getting the mind of Christ, is seeing things in God's divine perspective. But if we're down here, hanging out in the world, just getting the feed from the world, right? Mm -hmm. Social media is number one, you know, you get all that feed, you get all that stuff, and you're only here, you cannot pray effectively until you get up here. Oh, sorry. No, you go ahead. ahead. Because our words have that power that sometimes we Mm -hmm. forget that it does. Mm -hmm. And we have the power to influence, like you said, like the king, like we Mm -hmm. have the power to decree and speak over that Mm -hmm. rather than just relaying the same muck that is down there. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And so so his desire is for us to come up and he's he's already given us that invitation. mm -hmm. I mean, Jesus already split that veil. So there is no... How would I say? There's nothing blocking us from being able to gain God's perspective in a situation. Mm-hmm. Being able to come from a heavenly perspective. I love that word heavenly because it's above all of the chaos, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so when I, when I get this perspective from heaven, I am joining with God. So when I pray, I'm praying the will of God so, I, uh, so in other words, whatever's going down here has to submit to that will of God. Mm-hmm. So in my life, if the enemy's messing down here, I'm like, no, I'm on my, I'm on my throne. Mm-hmm. Where are you, devil? You're down here and you have no authority or power. You have nothing. You know, the devil is your accuser, right? He got no accusations. You're under my feet. I'm a child of God. So we just got it. That's why it's so important to get the mind of Christ. Stay up in your, and I call it the seat with God. You know, you get to sit with God. Like, oh, like we're sitting together. And God's over here like, yeah, I gotcha. You know, he is. He's like, yeah, "Yeah, I gotcha. I love it because you're over here with me, right? Right. And you're not down here getting all messed up with everybody else. Uh You, and then your perspective is different. Even with what's going on in our society today. If you're, if you're walking with the Lord, you would have this peace. Mm-hmm. You would have joy, even though people don't understand why you got joy, but you got it. Mm-hmm. There's no fear. You should not be operating in fear. But that, because I've been doing what? Spending time in His presence. Right. And where the presence of the Lord is, there is what? Liberty. There's freedom. So the, the, so the enemy cannot entangle himself with me because I'm too high up, right? I'm serious. Yeah. I mean, I am up here and the devil's down here. He can't, you know, he can go up there and talk to God, but he ain't going to do any good, right? Because God already paid the price for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he can accuse all he wants, but I will declare what God says. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think uh, I, it made sense. <laughs> Well, I'm just like I'm just like really like afraid of like woo yes like, like, <laughs> like I'm about to decree over all this stuff. Like, you 
thing. It. Oh, that's the cool thing about about being with the, the Lord, Lord. Is, is getting his mindset on something. And then you get to speak it forth out of there. I was, oh, I was, um, when this whole crazy stuff happened, yes. I was like, okay, and I was just happened to be talking to the Lord, and um, all of a sudden I was like, ah, oh, yeah. And he downloaded, like, you know, Joshua and how Joshua, when he prayed, the sun stood still, the moon stood still, and they won the battle. Yeah. And, you know, and I go back and I read that, and I'm like, you know, Joshua didn't beg God. Yeah. What Joshua knew is that God met with Joshua, told him that he was going to, that Israel was going to win. Mm -hmm. And so there was a situation. And what did Joshua do? He said, oh, I got a situation here. All right. He commands, the, basically, he's commanding the moon to stop. I mean, the sun to stop over Gibeon. Then he commands the, the moon to stop over, can't say the name of the other. And the crazy thing is, it stopped. Mm -hmm. They won the battle. I think that is amazing because that shows the power that we have in Christ as long as we are following and we're submitting to his authority. You know what I'm saying? Like, because he's the government, he's, he's, he's our government. The Bible says that the, that the government is on Christ's shoulders. He is the one that's ruling, right? Mm -hmm. But we're under that. Right. And so to see that in the Bible, it's like, no, we're not going to sit here and let you kind of roll all over us. I'm not. Right. What are you doing on this, Lord? What's your desire? What's your will? What we're doing? Get, get, in other words, get to know what God's doing so that you are operating out of a different perspective, a, a godly perspective, rather than the world's perspective. Because they're lost and they're not going to know unless they spend time with the creator of the heavens and the earth. That once you know what God's will right. and desire, and you are submitted under him, the enemy really has no power. Unless yeah. you give it to him, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a great reminder. It's a great like victory, triumph, battle cry to know that God is bigger than anything. And sometimes, I know I forget that because it feels like everything has been pushed on me, and especially with all this things, craziness going on, it just mm -hmm. seems like a lot. But then just realize, no, God is above this god is above that god is mm -hmm. above all this and he is really the one in control he's the one who's really got me i don't really have myself and that's a freeing liberating great battle cry right. of a feeling and yeah and that's what you can get you know through prayer and through you know your walk right and the thing is that walk it's that journey yeah. with god i mean i've been walking with the lord since i was 20 years old and i have not deviated since and I've grown through that. But I had to go through some experiences. Mm -hmm. I had to keep praying. You know what I mean? Is that like I just said, oh, how I made it. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm still learning. But I just want, I mean, my heart is just to want what God wants. Really. And, it, and, 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 and in that, to influence the kingdom of heaven on the earth. To make that influence. You know, and that's another thing. That's we can talk about all kinds of stuff because prayer <laughs> yeah. has all kinds of avenues. But really, it's 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 walking with God. I love when the Bible talks about Abraham walked with God, Enoch walked with God. You know, Noah walked with God. You know, you hear that, and you're like, oh, they just you know they just journeyed with you. Mm -hmm. They 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 followed your commands, or they followed, You know what I mean? They they listened to what you were saying, and they. They did what you said, even though it was crazy what you were telling them to do, right? But that's the way we should be. Mm -hmm. We should just be so willing and wanting God to just step into our world and rearrange it.
so that we can be more effective in our society, right? Yeah. Because, you know, my prayer life should move into my job. You know, it shouldn't just stop because I was at home. It's a continuation as I go to my work, when I go to the, when I, I'm a substitute teacher, so right now I am, until God changes that. But I go in, but I pray for the, every student. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I pray for the teacher. You know, it's like I'm yeah. there. But what am I doing? I'm bringing the kingdom of heaven with me into the school without having to say a word. Because right. I can't. Yeah. But that's okay. Because God don't need me to say a word. His presence does it all. Amen. Amen. I know you get excited. <laughs> I do things for the church, but I don't have a ministry job. But I love, you know, praying every single time yeah. I'm in the uh, office, praying. When I, and I've seen my company grow, and I'm just like, I know God did it. <laughs> like, yeah. We had our conversation. It was moving, and it's great. But I know God is really the one doing it. And I've had, like, team meetings where I've just cried about that, too, mm -hmm. just being like, yeah, God, I know who's in control and who's doing this. And so it's just it's But just see, crazy. that to me is exciting. And yeah. if, you, if you know that now, mm -hmm. at this age, imagine where God will take you as long as you're open vessel. As long as you give your heart. Openness vessel means just opening up your heart and letting him continue to take you higher. The Bible talks about glory to glory. What does that mean? What does that mean? We're going to go from glory to glory. You know, that's just that we're continually moving in more deepness with God. And he's taking us and he's showing us things because it is his desire to show us things to come. But if you can't be faithful with the little stuff that you got here, how can he trust you with more? Right. So all of that is training us so that he can impart something in you and say, okay, Maya, I think you're ready now. We're going to move you here. Right. And so, and, but that's the way it should be. And, and he's taking us and he's increasing that relationship and he's making it more deeper. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't have to say everything. I don't have to say it with my mouth. The presence of God should already be coming off of me, right? Why? Because I've been spending time with the King of Kings right. <laughs> and the Lord of Lords. Yeah. So, I don't want fear to let me stop at the two in glory, to glory. You know I, I mean? want to keep moving. I want to keep so, moving. But that's, what, but that's what prayer does. It right. keeps us moving more. Mm -hmm. And we're going to want more. Right. Because once you get a taste of God, and when I say that, it's just when you really start to see him real in your life. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We are, you know, it propels us for more. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, okay, what do you want to do now? Where do you want to go for this now? You know, do you want me, you know, it's like you're asking God, do you want me to pray for this person? Because I'll pray for this person. Do you have a word for this person? I'll, I'll give them the word. Yeah. Right, you know, because that's what Holy Spirit is all about. He's teaching us. He's guiding us. He's leading us. He's showing us God. He's showing us what's happening in the world around you. He's showing you when you're at school or when you're at your, your business or, you know, and it's so cool because you're like, ah, this is what living with God is all about. Well, Irene, this was a <laughs> treat for me. Sorry, I'm it's been a treat for me. I hope you guys learned a lot because I clearly have too. Um, I am encouraged. I am thankful for you spending this time and talking with me and everyone who's tuning in. Um, and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just, well, I think it's exciting. Yeah. So um, I know I know you have probably had other questions. Yeah. That might, that might happen another time. Um, but that's okay. Yeah. Because I, I really believe that God wanted to share what needed to be shared yeah. today 
for those who are going to be hearing it. Mm -hmm. And it's going to really inspire you to take those faith leaps with God yes. and allow him to open your heart. You know, allow him because if you don't allow him, you're only going to go so far. Right. So do you want to pray? Yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness. Um, God, I just want to thank you for this time that we have to spend together. I want to thank you for truth being uh, talked over all of us. And just, I hope that everyone has the ability to intake it, the mm. openness to just let this truth flood into them so that it can pour out into so many different avenues of your life. You are the way. And I hope this serves as a remembrance of who you are and how much authority and power and love you have for each individual person. Um, and I just want to speak over that, over everyone in Jesus' name. Mm. Amen. Amen. <laughs>